Testing, testing, one, two, one, two. This is the Let's Do Sports Top 5 Roundup with your host, JJ Rivera. This week has been an up and down week in the world of sports. We're going to cover a few injuries and a few woeful performances from some teams and a few uh, performances that were, I guess you would say, uh, magical in certain regards but we'll start off with the trey diggs injury he was apparently injured at practice um and what we know for now is that it is a torn acl and he will miss the remainder of the season this is a big loss for the dallas cowboys he is probably maybe not the most important but he is one of the most impactful players on that defense. He goes out there with the idea, with with the mentality that maybe other players, other receivers might get yards on him, but he will try to go for that ball every time it's thrown in his direction. Right now, I think the Cowboys, they, this doesn't necessarily make them a worse team per se. I think they still are a... Super Bowl caliber caliber team, but the issue, the issue for them now is that they had two guys on both sides of the field. Had Stephon Gilmore, Trey Diggs on the other side. They had two number ones playing on the same team. Defensively, they could have been one of those defensive teams you remember. We always hear about those 80s Bears team, things things along those lines. They won't be that type of defensive team anymore. They do have great pass rushing, and it's up to Stephon Gilmore to basically uh, you know, put this team, put this defense at least in the back end on his back. He will have to you know, make more of an X factor of himself. But like I said, the Cowboys are still contenders. It'll basically, maybe not necessarily on Stefan, but it will be on whoever is on the other side of the field. It will be on them to not get picked apart by the opposing team's offenses. But as a Texan fan, you can tell by the hat. If you're listening to the podcast, I'm wearing an Oilers hat. I have love for the Texans. So as a Texans fan, I point and laugh. Ha ha. Because it's always great to see something bad to happen to the Cowboys. But as a football fan, this is a loss. He is a great player. He makes he makes the sport fun. So hopeful I'm hopeful for a speedy recovery. Maybe not too speedy. He will be out for the rest of the year. But I'm hopeful he gets to 100% to where he was before the injury. Now we move across the pond to talk about the other football. The, some people call it the true football. We are talking about the Manchester United Red Devils. They lose to Brighton 3-1. to one. United were able to come out of the game with only 43% of the possession and hit 14 shots to Brighton's 10, but they just can't seem to be cohesive. This unit seems to be a lot of individual players they don't seem to be a unit when they're out there look realistically they lost to a team whose striker is Danny Welbeck those of you who don't know Danny Welbeck used to be on United he's not on he's not at United for a reason United is one of those top tier English premier sides and 
he was thought not to be good enough. Now he is on another team and he is playing his mind out. What is United doing? Losing three to one. It's crazy because uh the scoring started at twenty at the twentieth minute. Danny Welbeck scored. Thirty three minutes later in the second half, Pascal Gross scored. And then to sum it all up, in the seventy first minute, Jao Pedro scored to make it three zero. Hannibal from uh Manchester United scored in the seventy third minute. What can I say? It looks like Eric Ten Hag has it, it to me it looks like Ten Hag. I know some people will blame the owners, but at this point in sports, who really likes the, their team owners? You know what I mean? I feel like team owners are always in the debate of if they should or shouldn't be owners. They should sell the team, things of that nature. I feel as though this is more on Eric Ten Hag. He is losing this locker room week by week by week. Um, His choice of getting rid of David De Gea, their former keeper, I I don't know. I don't know what that choice was. He was probably one of the only players keeping him in games. Andre Onana, I do see what they saw in Andre Onana, but he's continuously made a lot of mistakes, especially for it to be his debut season uh, for the Reds. You know, it's very under it's very underwhelming. But like I said, I think Eric Ten Hag has lost his locker room. Um do I think he'll be fired? No, I think they'll give him at the very least to the end of the season. I think they're gonna try to pull a, a Mikel Arteta for Arsenal and just give him the time he needs, even though that means that they'll, you know, continuously be losing games. I think they were they're currently thirteenth in the Premier League, which means you're just in the middle. I mean, you, they won't get European soccer, and maybe they just don't need to be playing European soccer, which is a disappointing thing because Manchester United is one of the bigger brands of football just around the world. But they they need to do something. That is the truth. They need to do something, and it needs to happen quicker if they want things to change. In track and field news, yes, yes, in track and field news, Christian Coleman upsets the world champion Noah Lyles in the men's 100. It was a great, great performance by both men, if we're being honest. Christian Coleman is always great at starts, and uh, Noah Lyles is great at closing. It's, they've, it, honestly, if you can take Christian Coleman's starts, and Noah Lyles closing, you probably have one of the best runners in the world. That's just what it is. But yeah, it came down to, let me get this right, one, no, two hundredths of a second. That's how close that race was. But Christian Coleman was able to pull it out and survive. We'll be honest, he's not great at closing. But like I said, his starts were more than enough to get the job done. Uh, realistically, it looked like uh, Christian Coleman seemed determined. It looked like he kind of wanted this one. You know what I mean? It, it just looked like he want, he had more into this one. He probably wanted to send a message, prove a point. You know, Noah Lyles is very one of the more braggadocious. He's a brash guy. 
uh, I wouldn't say arrogant. I feel like that's disingenuous, but he is very confident and within his abilities. And, you know, he talks a big game. He said he was going to go out there and remind people why he's the world champion. He did not today. Christian Coleman was able to get the win in the Diamond League. So hopefully he builds on this and, you know, the closer we get to these Olympics, we're going to start seeing people really take charge. And this was a great start for Christian Coleman in that path to being that guy for Team USA. In Kansas City news, Kansas City news, we learned that Patrick Mahomes has had his deal restructured and will bring it back to being maybe not the highest, but back to one of the highest paid QBs in the NFL. This is great for Patrick Mahomes. As always, he deserves this. We're being honest. He's basically one of the best players out on the field at any time in a game. Uh, My question now is, will this get them another one? Can they get to another bowl game? That is the biggest question. Uh, You know, they won one last year. Can they get to another one? We'll, we'll really, we'll learn. We'll see. We'll see. I'm not sure they do. I'll be honest. I don't think they will. But if they do, I'll respect to him. I will say he takes a lot of cap space. That's just how these big deals work. He takes a lot of cap space. And that has been affecting the team. As we saw in the first week when they lost to the Detroit Lions. His receivers, they need to get uh, more momentum. They need to get more cohesion because he has to basically get a new receiving room every every year so they can afford these deals. And obviously his number one target these days is uh, Travis Kelsey, but still you always want a stronger receiving core. Uh, I, think, I think they'll be able to keep up, but you never know. Another question is, can he? will he reach Tom Brady level? I know he already has two. Tom Brady has seven. I don't see a world where he gets seven. I just feel like it's just so hard in the NFL, especially these days now, to win. And I just don't see a world where Patrick Mahomes get to seven rings. I feel like that's a bit, bit much. I don't know. But if he does, if he does, it will be very, very impressive. Uh, I do believe that Patrick... Uh, could do it i just think because he takes so much cap you know brady was taking lots of pay cuts during his years but it just depends it de- it depends on if they can get good receivers is they if they can get players to take cuts if he's not willing to take a cut they need players willing to take cuts for them to keep this dynasty rolling but like I said, great for Mahomes. Let me read out the number right quick. I don't know if I said it already, but $210.6 million over the next four seasons. To Patrick Mahomes, I say, can you throw me a tenner? Can you throw me a tenner, man? I just I just want to buy a morning coffee here and there, man. So throw me a tenner, please. And to another football story, I know football, but the biggest sport in the U.S., What can I say? Colorado was able to scrape a win against Colorado State. If we're being honest, Colorado State, I think, played to the best of their abilities. And I think Colorado maybe got a bit too emotional, maybe a bit too 
you know, amped. We heard the head coach of Jay, of Jay, the head coach of Colorado State say something along the lines of his mother taught him to talk to people without their hats on, without their glasses on. It was a bit disrespectful. I'm not going to lie because you're not only talking about Deion Sanders, you're talking about Deion Sanders' mother. But I digress. They were up. Colorado State was up against Colorado 28 to 17 in the fourth. Uh, that game, it looked like it was getting out of out of out of uh, Coach Prime's reach, and then he was able to get it back. But it it did seem, especially during the third quarter, it felt as though that game was getting out of his reach. Uh, Coach Prime made two real interesting decisions. I will say, he decided to go for uh uh instead of they were on the one yard line or at least the one or two Colorado was and he decided to go for a field goal instead of trying to push it in a lot of people would say you should just always try to go for the seven he said I'll take the points and he was able to get three he did that twice in two runs so before the last drive they went for another field goal that got the game to 21 to 20 with Colorado State still being in the lead. The punt that the kid from Colorado State did, I can't remember his name. I did not write it down on my notes. He got it perfectly to where all they had to do was get it down. Colorado State's players were able to get it down at the two, which meant that there was 98 yards in between the Colorado State, the Colorado players, and the end zone 98 yards with only i think two minutes left that's what they had to do when i tell you man when i tell you i don't know what it was but i believed i believed as soon as i saw that i think i i knew shadur could get the uh the the football down the field it was just it when it was gonna happen and if they had enough time (laughs) that's what i will say but I had a feeling he was going to get it down there. It felt like a storybook ending. I'm not going to lie. Uh, Henry Blackburn, uh, for, for one of the reasons why the game was just so close was because Henry Blackburn got a late hit on Travis Hunter, which got uh, Travis Hunter hurt. He had to go to the hospital. He was out with five minutes, barely five minutes in with five minutes left of the first is what I mean to say. And he has a I think it was a bruised liver that's what it is. Yeah, Henry Blackburn, he did not get ejected for targeting at all. And after that drive, obviously, they went to overtime. And Coach Prime also made the decision to uh, start with the ball. Usually, uh, if you win the uh, coin flip in the beginning of the uh, overtime period, you usually let the other team go just so you know um, what do you need, depending on if the if one team scores a field goal, you know, you need the touchdown. One team goes for eight, you know, you need eight. So usually you let the other team go. He decided to go for it. He put pressure, Coach Prime put pressure on Colorado State's team and it worked out. Uh, Shadur was able to stay in his, uh, calm, cool, calm and collected self and they were able to win the game. I do believe. Who was it? Muhammad Kamara got ejected during that overtime period. He went for targeting. This one was an ejected play. And uh, Shadur kind of seemed all right, depending on who you 
uh, question who you asked. He did look to seem he did seem to go down in pain, but he got up and you know now they got now they got the hard teams at the Colorado State. That was their last you know kind of cupcake team. Now they have uh, USC and Oregon these next few weeks. It's going to be hard. They don't have their best player. They don't have one of their best players, Travis Hunter. He does a lot for the team. Uh, you know, there's certain coverages you can't run because Travis isn't out there. So it's going to be up to them. I don't see them winning the next two games. I'll just be honest. When you lose a player like that, and, you know, Colorado still doesn't have the depth yet. They have the starters. They don't have the depth. But if they can win just one of these two games, that transfer portal is open and I do believe with that transfer portal being open, I do see a world where maybe next season or maybe the season after that, you're talking college football playoffs for this team. That's just how good they are. That's just how good the prime effect is. But as I said, it is what it is. These guys, they play hard. They all play hard. Even Colorado State guys, I know they were just trying to set statements out there, but you know, you can't be injuring people like that. You can't go for late and dirty hits like uh, they were going for. But I digress. Colorado State, Colorado, great game. Probably one of the better football game, better uh, games this season. And to end this off, I will say everyone who's listening, everyone who's uh, listening, good afternoon, good morning, good night type stuff. Uh, if you are listening in the morning. Thank you for having me a part of your morning. If you're listening at night, good night. If you're listening uh, throughout the middle of the day, I hope I, I open up your mind to a few different opinions on the sports, on, you know, watching, learning, all that stuff. Hope you guys had a great day. This has been the Let's Do Sports Top 5 Round.